Welcome to another. Uh, are we are we post quarantine now? A semi quarantine uh, edition of Talk Hard. I don't know where we're at anymore. I think um, we're I think we're out, right? We're out. But All right. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'm still quarantining myself, so <laughs> self imposed quarantine for absolutely no reason. Um, that voice you heard with me as always, Scott Stafford from Frankfort, Kentucky. Hi, everybody. And in Danville, Tachi. Hello. I'm Alan Martin over in Stanford. We have got a uh, a packed show today with some some fun <laughs> topics. The topics we're going to cover today there's a, there are uh, three main ones I think. We're going to retrograde some Academy Awards later on and see if the picks hold up and what we would do differently um, if we could go back and judge. Uh, also, staying on the Academy Awards topic, um, we're going to take a look at comedies and some comedies that have been snubbed because they were comedies by the Academy. Um, but I want to start off with, I was listening to a podcast the other day and uh, they were talking about a uh, sporting event, a fictional sporting event in a movie. And I'm not going to give away which podcast it was because I'll give away one of my answers, but uh, they were, I just, the thought came over me of what, uh, I don't know if y'all can hear that cow dying behind me. Can y'all hear that? No, uh-uh. Wow, it's loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I just thought, what fictional uh, movie sporting events, fictional sporting events in movies would we like to go to? If you could buy a ticket to any sporting event that was in a movie, what would it be? So I have a list. I have a top three, and then I have a couple of honorable mentions. Um, but uh, yeah, do you all have your lists? I have a list. Okay. Um, Are they ranked or not so much? Not really. Not really. Okay. I, I had trouble with this, honestly. There's not yeah. a lot I want to see. One thing I discovered really quickly is that most fictional sports involving uh, murdering a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I don't. Well, only one of mine has a murder in it. Man, all of mine are just all about <laughs> murdering people. And really? So, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't want to see that. So, but yeah. So and, and I may have not, I may have not posed the question to you very well. It, it's not like sports that are not actual sports. It's sporting events that didn't really oh, happen. Oh, I got you. Does that I change the game a little? It changes the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not murder ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was but a good one, you, though. If you could go to a sporting event that happened in a movie, okay. what would it be? Okay, I should have explained that better, I guess. Todd, do you did you did you get what I was asking? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, so maybe it's Scott's fault. It's Scott's <laughs> fault. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'll I'll and do my. He, he's just you know he's just so giddy. I mean, you right, saw the true. you saw the Bigfoot. That's true. He's very, he's very giddy today. I mean, he's he's, he's on cloud nine. He's cryptozoologists are going to be beating down his door. All right. So before we do the real topic, then let me uh, let me give you my research for the stuff we're not. Talking. Yeah, let, let's let's hear the, the fictitious sports. <laughs> so there was death race. Yeah, which sounds amazing, and you get points for running over pedestrians and stuff like that and i think the uh todd have you seen death race yeah yeah with the carradine right yeah uh uh-huh and so is the ultimate uh objective of the game is to run your car over the current president of of the united states or whatever it's called at that time and then you become the president (laughs) i believe that's what it is wow that's yeah i think that's the goal it seems like they would know it's coming and protect yeah that that president better but (laughs) Right. Just keep him indoors. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty death race, death race 2000. So that we're 20 years past that. Yeah. Wow. When, when, when that would have happened. It never, it never happened. But yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't that movie though, wouldn't that tie into what you're saying though, Al? Yeah. If Scott death wanted race. to buy, take a ticket to go watch the president get mowed over by a tank, <laughs> then yeah. Yeah. 
the guy, the guy, you know, Carradine's character's name is Frankenstein, right? I think it's Frankenstein. <laughs> I think so. So uh, either that or his car or something like that. Yeah. But uh, so Death Race, and there's Rollerball, and there's mm-hmm. the Running Man, and there's all oh, the Running Man. <laughs> and there's Hunger Games. My goodness. Yeah, it's all about. You're all people. murdery. Yeah. The the ones that I read about that I haven't seen was like, uh, well, I think I've seen Skeet Surfing. What was that from? Oh, that was from, uh, wasn't that from Top Secret with Val Kilmer? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Skeet yeah. Surfing. Yeah. Yeah, Skeet Surfing. And, and what is Skeet Surfing? I'm, for those of us unfamiliar. <laughs> it was a song that, what, what was Kilmer's name in uh, Top Secret? It was... Oh gosh, it was Nick something. He he was like a he was like a fifties sixties like dreamboat pop star. What is and the sport he, though? Well, it was a song that he came up with, which was skeet mm. surfing, I think. And it was one of those. Yeah, it was one of those. It seemed like that he always, you know, the videos were like on a beach, kind of like you know the the beach movies of the sixties. It's it seemed like that. It seemed like there was a little bit of that tied into it skeet surfing yeah yeah so it's like a combo between surfing and and skeet shooting and you do them Uh, at the same time or something yeah which could be really difficult if you're not yeah it would be difficult any any other fictional sports german bat ball sounded pretty good i don't remember what that was from and (laughs) jugger was i don't think you killed people in that one but then there was like there's quidditch and base, oh, yeah. basketball people seem to like basketball oh, and somebody yeah. even start made a basketball league where they actually played it i've never seen that have y'all seen it i have not either basketball yeah yeah i did i did see it did you yeah, like it's, it it's, it's not bad it's not bad i mean they, this was like when they were they wanted them to do everything because uh, south park took off and mm-hmm. they were actually going to do a uh they were going to do a dumb and dumber prequel and they were going to star in it and then it got done, but with people I've never seen since. So, um, but uh, it was good. There, I mean, just I'm just gonna, they, you know, if you don't know what basketball is, it's just a, it's a combination of basketball, baseball, and gosh, I don't know how how many other sports, and you can get in people's faces and uh, psych them out, try to psych them out, like physically touch them to psych them out and stuff. So it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's funny stuff. Did Thunderdome make your list? Uh, Thunderdome didn't make the list. And, <clears throat> and uh, what else was there? Um, yeah, Tron. Oh, Tron. Oh, yeah. 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 Tron. So, with the death of someone. So, so now let's, let, let's, go to the, uh, let's go to the real. The topic at hand, the fictional, yeah. the fictional sporting events that you all would like a ticket to. Um, I'll start at my number three and we can just whip around. And if you all mention one I have, I'll cross it off my list. But my number three is uh, the All Valley Tournament. I want to see Daniel and Johnny Ooh. in the finals at the All Valley. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad right there. That's, yeah. I'd say that's the pinnacle, really. That's my number three. That's the base of my mouth. <laughs> I've got, so <laughs> I'm going to be thinking as we go. So okay. <laughs> uh, I want to see uh, Roy Hobbs hit the, the, the ball into the lights oh, and all the, yeah. yep. You want to take it to the, uh, the skin off the ball game? Skin off the ball wouldn't be bad, but, but I'll go. The I'll one go where to, he, the one very last. Explodes the light. Explodes the lights. Yeah, that's good. That, with, the, with the new Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy breaks. Yep. I mean, it's that's drama right there because yeah. yeah, you get you want you're gonna be there and and one Wonder Boy is gonna break and you're gonna be all oh, this is the end but uh, yeah new bat kids bat and then he comes yeah. through yeah, and while he's stuff. dying his gut is bleeding and and you've got Brimley in the dugout <laughs> yeah Eat no a lot of power <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right Ty what you got um give me a second because I, I had it and. You said Brimley, and it's I completely lost. It always it. does. This is great pod, though, um, <laughs> as as you would expect. Um, um, hang on, it. Oh man, I can do my number two if you need. Do a your second. number two, and I'll. Mm. My number two that I would love to 
buy a ticket for is I'd love to get a plane ticket to Moscow and watch on Christmas Day Rocky versus Drago. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Nobody dies in that one, so it's it's good. That's right. I've got I'm two for two on no death. You you flip the uh, Soviet crowd and basically right. end communism right there in the arena right. with that fight. That's, that's absolutely hard. yeah. <clears throat> in two hours, you you do what government has not ever been able to do. I think that's magical. Yeah, and I could be the plant in the crowd that starts the Rocky chance in the in the seventh round. So, all right, there's my number two. Number three, um, and this, I'm torn between it not really being sports, but it kind of, it's kind of sports, but, um, and it's kind of negative too. So, um, but uh, being, there's a, there's a movie from the late 80s called Cheerleader Camp, and it's about all these cheerleading groups that go to a uh, special summer camp, <laughs> and even though obviously it's a big deal, there's, you know, through the whole movie, it's almost, it's like there's only four schools that sent teams, but yet it's a big, a big deal. Um, but I think just being there for that, the camaraderie of, yeah. Um, and God and, wants a ticket to cheerleader camp. <laughs> well, you know, it's just the, the uh, it's, so it's these, you know, you've got these beautiful women that are that are uh, cheerleading, and then they've got two two guys that are helping them, and one is one's got to be close to three hundred pounds, and the other the other guy is Leaf Garrett. Oh man! And um, and so and amidst all this, you also have murdering. So it it plays into Scott's uh, theme theme of. of of death but um yeah you know it it, is it exciting Eh, but it's but just being there and feeling feeling all that positive energy of teamwork i think that's probably what gets me going does that mean you want i mean is number one gonna be bring it on (laughs) is this gonna be a thing these are totally totally irrelated um i you know, you know, I couldn't just put up. I mean, yeah, I could have done Rocky and Drago or Rocky and Tommy and yeah, well, that's Rocky true. Five, but I wanted, I wanted there to be. I need there needs to be a, you know, there needs to be a separation, a spectrum, so they, to speak. They played games at, at the camp in meatballs too. It's true. Yes, they did. Maybe that's his number two. Maybe you just spoiled it. Oh. Maybe you do. <laughs> you got another one, Scott. Uh, n- not right now. I don't. All right, <laughs> not after that. I've got three honorable mentions before I do my number one. Do you want me to wow. do that? Yep. All right. I would have liked to have been uh, on the courts to watch uh, Billy Hoyle and Wesley Snipes' character. I can't think of his name right now. Go against the King and the Duck in the ultimate two-on-two basketball showdown uh, from White Men Can't Jump. Yep. Uh, wouldn't have minded being at the uh, in the the finals of the bowling tournament to watch Roy Munson take on Big Earn McCracken. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> finally ice skating make made a made an appearance with Chaz Michael Michaels and Jimmy McElroy going for um, um, an Olympic qualifying spot. Those are my honorable mentions. I thought you were going to say ice castles. I was not. Nor was I going to say cutting edge. Oh, wow. Or cutting uh, edge, too. <laughs> yeah. Direct a video. So, good, good calls. I do have a number one. two. Okay. And, of course, basketball has to be involved. But it would be, uh, it'd be in the, um, the 1996 John Carpenter film, Escape from L.A., where Kurt Russell, who plays Snake Plissken, has, I think – I don't know if it's one minute or two minutes to score X amount of points or he'll be shot dead on the basketball court by a bunch of thugs. Wow. So, um, so, and he has to, you know, and there's different points on the court out in LA where it's war torn and ravaged. 
and he can shoot, he can pull up and shoot and make, you know, you know, layups or I don't know, a point, uh, free throws or whatever. And then they've got three pointers, but then they've got like a six pointer or something, if I'm remembering correctly. And so he's got to make all these shots and it comes down, of course, to the last, you know, he's got maybe a couple seconds and he's got to take some crazy full court shot to win. And I'm not going to give it away, but you don't kill Kurt Russell. That's true. <laughs> Unless you're guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> Todd, you were talking about the, uh, there were six pointers and that thing. Do you remember the, the quote uh, that Antoine Walker made? The uh, remind me of that, of the, uh, who, who played for the, uh, our beloved Wildcats and then our beloved Boston Celtics. And they asked him why he shot so many threes. And he said, oh. cause there ain't no fours. <laughs> Yeah. It's one of the best basketball quotes ever. <laughs> it's really yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Bruce, it's so true. And and he would have. He would have. He never made oh, yeah. a thought he didn't like. That's exactly right. So. Todd, Todd, did you ever enjoy uh, Rock and Jock basketball? Rock and Jock, that's, that's – Past they your did, time? They did have force in that, didn't they? They they have fifties, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like uh it's like uh basically like a little a little bigger than the half court, but a full court, right? Uh-huh. And you had these you had these areas and it was all outdoors, right? It was outdoors and it depended on the year, yeah. I think, of where they played, but yeah, they would and they they would always do different stuff from year to year, but and they'd have like a 12-foot goal or a 15-foot goal right. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it would raise up or, yeah. or either that or – yeah, I remember that. I do – I mean, I've, I've watched that like as recently as maybe, I don't know, three or four years ago, I think. God, that's, the always, way, that's the way basketball should be. You remember slam ball? Man, that stuff was fun. Where they played basketball on trampolines? Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Good old days. Oh, uh, Yeah. Trip down memory lane. All right, um, Scott, you said you, you came up with some, with a, a sporting event you'd like to buy a ticket to? Let's go with the uh, championship match from uh, the uh, fictional small town of Charlestown um, where player coach Reggie Dunlop mm. let the Hanson brothers run wild. <laughs> Do we remember this? Does this ring a bell? It does it with me. Yeah. Reggie Dunlop. Yeah. Slap shot. Slap shot. Yeah. Uh, So uh, I love slap shot. It's been a while since I watched it, so I may have to watch it again soon thinking about it now. But yeah, the Hanson. I don't think I've ever seen it. Is that Newman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to watch it then. Okay. Uh, Paul Newman, and it's good stuff. And he's got three brothers. They're goons of the highest order who just. That's all they do, just go out there and beat the heck out of people. He sees that his his wife is in the stands. I think they were on the outs, and she's loving it. So he decides to do a, a strip tease in the middle of the rink. Um, Newman does. <laughs> I don't know why. Nice. I guess because he, you know, because his his wife is in, enjoying, and uh, he he uh, he does a strip tease in the middle of the rink amidst rousing cheers, and when the Syracuse team's captain protests against the daredevil demonstration and hits the referee for dismissing him. Syracuse is disqualified and the chiefs win the championship. And I just ruined the movie for you, but there you go, Ah, man. So in your all's picks, Todd wants to go to cheerleader camp and Scott wants to see Paul Newman strip. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right. I, this is pretty good stuff. This is revealing a lot about you guys. <laughs> um, all right. Are you ready for my number one? Let's yeah. hear it. I am a big MMA fan. Watch every UFC event that comes on. <clears throat> this movie was a staple of my childhood and probably is the reason for my love of mixed martial arts. I would love to have a ticket to the ever-exclusive Kumite from Bloodsport. <laughs> I knew it. knew it. <laughs> I want to watch I want to watch Frank Dukes and Chong Lee go at it, man. I want to watch Chong Lee uh, kill a guy and laugh wow. about it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to watch Ray Jackson have Chong Lee in his grips and obviously he 
Chong Lee is not dead, but Ray Jackson starts screaming that he killed him. Ends up costing Ray Jackson a a a, a match and a and a and a trip to the hospital. So the Kumite all day. That's where I'd spend my money to go. I, I don't. I, I knew it was coming. I knew <laughs> less where it was coming. But it, you're gonna have to deal with some some loss of life during that. And yeah, it's fine. Hey, you get in the ring. You you get on the Kumite uh, canvas. You know, you know what you're putting on the line. <laughs> yeah, but could it be being in the same auditorium as? Your coach James Earl Jones. <laughs> yeah. When you know, I can't believe I did not mention the uh, the, the best of the best. Be the B man. <laughs> the best of the best karate. Did you think to that's leave, where I was going to with leave, to leave training to take care of your kid that got run over or something? Who knows? We yeah. <laughs> sketchy details. We just don't know. But I'm leaving. Yeah, and then and then come come back expecting, knowing you can't leave, and then coming back expecting them to open you, welcome you with open arms, and and then you know for that ten, that first agonizing ten minutes that you don't that you're not welcomed back, but then hey, you yeah. know what? Rules are meant to be broken. That's right. That's right. And, and you all a big time deep dive into uh, best of the best, which is what we're talking about. Then you can check the archives of talk hard because we did we did an hour and a half on that classic so i know i know check it out i know oh yeah that's a good one too but uh yeah kumite for me number one uh todd what's your number one uh best of the best bang there it is i love it could i could i have had something more well thought out and researched sure (laughs) But, but you can't pop it. I it's sold a, my. I just sold myself on it. So yeah, there you go. Look out, world! <laughs> if I wanted to be a pharmaceutical sales rep, look out. Yeah, I like it. I'm not going to argue with it. I could sell swimming pools right now. I can't believe it didn't even make my honorable mention, and I'm embarrassed about that. Well, I just I brought it in because hey, this is a collective. It's not just you. It's not just about you and me and Scott and the Bigfoot. It's about all of us together collectively yeah that's what it's about my thoughts are your thoughts or his thoughts they're all one thought one thought oh man you know um, i'm mad because i took best of the best <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna cop out with that one <laughs> uh, Find some other way to cop out you know so the you know i'm just trying to go off the fly uh, off the cuff with these and, and think of them as we go but uh so some of the things that went through my mind is is, is watching jimmy chitwood you know hit oh the- yeah i thought about Hoos- hoosiers too yeah that 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 state game there at the end uh yeah. I'll, I'll give you props for big earn because that would be that would be real fun to watch big earn yeah. bowl <laughs> and a one-handed roy munson yeah yeah i'm gonna say roy hobbs is my actual number one that's mm-hmm. what i would like if i'd ranked these but so but uh so my last pick is gonna be and i had something good for this and it was while alan was saying his and i was like oh i can't believe he didn't do this and i'm gonna say that and but it's gone it's gone right out of my brain oh no <laughs> so instead that, that <laughs> leaves you think of it at any time i need to know it so okay just interject all right uh instead that leaves me with the laugh olympics and uh i'm gonna go with that the laugh olympics <laughs> in case you don't remember the laugh olympics <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yep. yeah uh, tell them tell them a little more about it let me find a, a an image to share here for everybody well gosh the laugh olympics where do you start <laughs> i mean <laughs> Uh, they're they're still winning today listen to how much we're laughing oh wow i mean imagine the melting pot of pro tags and antags all from the uh was it the hanna-barbera world barbera universe yeah i mean you had scooby you had captain caveman you had uh uh didn't you have uh it was uh snidely whiplash in there i think (laughs) mumbly and um oh gosh or is it? I think Mumbley's the one that goes. <laughs> he's the dog that just kind of. 
things. Yeah. Uh, unsurprisingly, there is a uh, a very sparse selection of imagery for the Laugh Olympics <laughs> on the entire internet. I don't believe that. You, Let's do, do this. Do you uh, do you want the teams, the team names from the Laugh Olympics? <laughs> yeah. The, Sco- the Scooby Doobies. Of course. The uh, Yogi oh, Yahoo's. The Really Rotten's. Yeah. And that, those are your teams. And there's there, there we go. Hey, there's the finish line. For it looks like, like the Yogi Yahooies are ready like to the, cheer somebody on. Yeah. <laughs> looks like the Scooby Doobies have zero points. Back there. <laughs> it does. What Which is it's crazy because they're stacked. Looking yeah. at this roster. <laughs> yeah, the Scooby Doobies. I mean, that's yeah. Because I mean, a, no offense, no offense, Yogi, but I mean, oh, but Yogi did have grape ape. Oh, I mean, if you've got grape ape, how yeah. can you ever lose? That's true. It's like having Thor. Yeah, right. if, if anybody doesn't know, grape ape is like 30 feet tall or something, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's like King uh, Kong purple gorilla. And, purple. and he's yeah. grape. <laughs> yeah, it's straight up ripoff of King Kong, except he's friendly and purple. But you know you got you got all, all their all their crazy vehicles and 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 events and so I had to yeah, how can you not want to watch that right right yeah I mean if I'm picking between that and the Kumite I'm probably still taking Kumite but that's not a bad pick <laughs> and you you went you went like to different countries right there were different countries involved with oh that. I probably so I yeah think, I think I were like in Canada and Naples and not Florida but you know the other one um, right so. All right. Well, there you go. If you all out there have any sporting events that you would like a ticket to that we did not mention, shoot them to us. We'll mention them on the next uh, podcast. Um, Scott, what's the best way? Can I to- throw in one one last one. Absolutely, and- an honorable mention. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it's it's just one of those. I mean, Field of Dreams. You know, they're they're towards the end when you, oh, when you was had it, Todd. I think that was, was it. Field of Dreams. Oh, was one yeah. of the ones I had in my head was yeah, going yeah. to watch the Black Sox play. I'm not sure if that was the one, but yeah, that had gone through my head. Yeah, Shoeless Joe and all that bunch. Yeah, were black blackballed from. Yeah, that would be baseball. really cool to see a bunch of ghosts play baseball. Yeah, you're a. I think you have underplayed your love for baseball, Scott. <laughs> Listen, I I can't stand baseball. Baseball is the worst, but it is the absolute best sport for movies. That that's, in- that's true. It's the b- easiest to replicate, mm-hmm. and and actually, like it actual, it seems like you it's real when you're watching yeah. it. Unlike football and basketball, which right? Yeah, is really hard to do in movies. <laughs> yeah, none, those always stink, and you gotta speed up the game in ways that it's like no, like this just doesn't feel right because you're, you're condensing a, a long game into just a few plays. Yeah, and with yeah. baseball, that that seems fine because you just got you know one at bat at a time, and it doesn't matter if you skip around. It's you know yeah, just for lots of reasons. But the the one-on-one aspect of it and and the the tension you can build into every at bat is just by far the best sport for movies yeah probably the most realistic football's ever been on film is uh when fred flintstone was playing <laughs> yeah <laughs> just trucking people <laughs> um so if you could just uh, incorporate murder into a good baseball yeah yeah scott what would be the best way for people to uh reach out to us if they have ones we've um, failed to mention as far as sporting events that they would like tickets to so that we can mention it next time. Well, they could uh, reach out to any of us on, on Twitters. Uh, we have a, uh, a Twitter account to walk south with films. Yeah. Facebook. We'll probably yep, post Facebook. Yeah. There you go. Facebook page. That's a really good one. So yeah, just reach out to us, let us know. And, uh, and we'll mention it next time. Um, and that's for any of these categories. Um, We'd, we'd love some interaction. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, let's move on to, let's do the uh, comedies that were punished because they were comedies as far as awards go. Um, I think you all may agree with this, probably do, but I'm not going to speak for you. You can tell me. I think comedies are the hardest genre to do well in film. And, the reason is because everybody kind of agrees on what makes you sad. Everybody kind of agrees on what scares people, but man, people's sense of humor are all over the place and it is really hard to make a comedy that, that 
gets everybody or that makes everybody laugh. And if you can do that, like to, to hit the, that, um, to hit on that is just about impossible to do. And it's uh, like, I have so much respect for people who can make good comedies that are universally liked because it's so hard to make people laugh because nobody thinks the same things are funny. Um, so I think, I don't know why comedies, why do you all think comedies get punished by the Academy Awards? People can't take them seriously, right? You you got to show how serious you are about everything, and 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 you know you're you're voting on. Just nobody wants to to go down that road. I think if if the if the barrier ever got broken, then it would be broken forever. But yeah. it's going to take that one time of, you know, we, it's got to be drama or or else. Yeah, I feel like they've missed the opportunity on some comedies that have. Mm-hmm. Uh, that play the gamut of emotions. Like, uh, you know, to me, it, when you ask this question, I'm, I'm the first thing I'm looking for was mm, comedies that also can make me tear up or, you know, that, that bring a bunch of different levels. And I don't mm-hmm. understand why, you know, there's a, there's a few that should have been, I don't understand why they, they, they nobody can even think about it. Yeah. I can't wait to hear some of your all's. Um, Todd, did you have anything to interject there? Well, I mean, um, yeah, fi- finding that balance. I, I, you know, I, I think the I think the problem is people are like, well, if I'm laughing, if I'm laughing the majority of this movie, then this I can't I can't really take this seriously, can I? And therefore, because I can't take this movie ser- completely serious, uh, it can't be uh, it can't be the greatest film of the year, right? Yeah, it win the overall thing, and I I, I just you know. I think there have been movies probably that that could have that could have done. I mean, you you we, I mean we just looked at uh, you know the movies from '89, right? And uh, or some of us did. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. I mean, it's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you look at that and and you're like, wow, that's that's that was the competition. Those five spots for best picture. Um, yeah. And we're all of them. And, you know, most of them were serious dramas. Right. They, have, they might have had some comedic sprinkling, but for the most part, it was just heavy. More considered comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And I've even, like, included some uh, performances in comedies that I thought um, should have been nominated for best oh. actor or, or whatever. Um, because, and, and the criteria for that for me was, like, if anybody else did it, would it could could anybody else do that performance and make it work? And there are a right. couple of people that there are a couple of performances that I don't think anybody else could have done and made it work. Right. And I think that is worthy of at least getting a nomination. Exactly. Uh, and I will say this, I'll say this right now, the biggest to me, and it's, and I'm not, and I know it's not to most everybody else, but the biggest snub to me Oscar wise was that Jason Schwartzman wasn't nominated for Rushmore. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, that's basically a more, he's that was that's ferris bueller that's a once in a lifetime role even if you did a even if you followed it up years later it's never going to be that same role as it was the first time and that's a it's one of those roles that i mean people people wait a lifetime for a role like that and then he gets it his first feature i guess and he and it's like okay i've topped out i guess i can just you know i can go make uh, seven chinese brothers and other stuff like that uh, that's to me is a big snub. I thought I thought in the same in the same on the same film that they they snubbed Bill Murray. I thought Bill Murray um, did great work in that, and I mean he was funny, but he had a very mm-hmm. somber tone to him. But I thought he did great in that and deserved uh, deserved the nomination. Uh, I think they made up for it. What with the what was the movie uh, with Sofia Coppola did that he was in i can't remember the one with scarlett johansson and bill murray i can't remember what it is he's the pitch man oh uh, yeah lost in translation lost in translation i think they kind of made up for not nominating him before with that one and i I thought he did a good job with that too but 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 both of those performances i thought they missed out major yeah i even like just to get I guess we can start getting into it because I even uh, wrote down Rushmore as a movie that probably should have been nominated in 1999. Yeah. Um, so the winners, the winner was Shakespeare in Love. The nominees were um, Elizabeth, Life is Beautiful, 
Saving Pratt Ryan and the Thid Red Line. I, I, as far as an enjoyable and solid movie, I'd put Rushmore against any of those. And I don't even know what Elizabeth is. Yeah, I don't – I'm trying to think what Elizabeth is. I mean, the other the, – the other, there's three war movies in there. Yeah, right. I mean, you know. You can't throw a comedy in there. And, but uh, – Yes. There we go. Yeah. Anybody that can use their blazer pocket, front pocket, <laughs> for a beer – <laughs> oh yeah i'm with you guys this was the top of my list it was the very first yeah. thing i wrote down it's the one i always think about uh of, of and it, to me it's it's just criminal that this thing wasn't even nominated but uh, and i'm with you all on lead actor and mm-hmm. supporting actor i think both of them should have been the script might have been i can't remember i'm i'm pretty sure maybe this one wasn't but maybe uh bombs was like yeah you know kind i've of got like, it pulled up i'm gonna check it out while you're talking go ahead but rushmore is i mean it's all over the place it's it's you know a little uncomfortable at times and and his pursuit of his teacher and it's really sweet at the end and the way it wraps it all together it's one of the best endings i've ever seen uh and and the little um to me, I just think it's perfect. It's a perfect ending. The line at the end about, uh, you know, no, nobody got hurt. Yeah. Uh, I think Matt, Max says nobody got hurt. And she said, well, nobody except you. And, you know, talking about the whole movie and, and just the subtlety of it. But, you know, it's still easy enough to read for the entire audience, I think. And it's just, it's incredible filmmaking. Yeah. And it did not get nominated for screenplay either. Yeah, snug all the way around. It's got to be because it was his second film. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first movie he made, Bottle Rocket, was independent, really low under the radar, and not. I mean, James Conn's your main actor, and I, I don't think he. I still don't think he was being taken seriously enough. And it's and obviously, I think it's it's his strongest film to me. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people like Tenenbaums probably more, uh, but honestly, I think. Rushmore is his strongest film because it's before it's before I guess um, I mean he well, West oh, started being his West self yeah in that movie but I yeah. I feel like yeah. yeah his style it's not all the way there yet it's visually no. on Rushmore all his quirkiness really just full bore when once you hit Ten and Bombs yeah but uh, there's a clear delineation for me as far as how much I enjoy his films and you know, it, it's all subjective, but uh, to me, the comedy is what makes me enjoy them, you know, more so than, you know, to have the balance of both. And um, the comedy is really high and, and it, there's a clear level of, of, of drop off um, when that's a direct correlation to Owen's involvement. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah owen wilson yeah co-wrote completely 50 50 rushmore and then tannenbaums is he, he's he wrote it but not quite you know the, he took a little bit of step back so not not quite as much and then after that he was out and just like and bottle rocket yeah. he's heavily involved so just as he goes like the comedies is, is and, and 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 wes's look how smart I am. Not that he's trying to do that, but just he's allowed to completely dive into his own, you know, quirks and and (laughs) his reading, like, you know, he's just obviously incredibly well-read and and all his uh, uh, references that, you know, that he does. And it's like, he's allowed to completely dive into that and and who he is, whereas Wes, Owen kept everything grounded. Yeah, yeah, it, it felt like a, for lack of a better word, a more blue collar maybe the first couple, uh, more grounded in, mm-hmm. um, hey, this is you know this is the underdog, Max, and you, you got to wonder did he you know, did he write a lot of Max's dialogue you know or mm-hmm. a lot of his mm-hmm. character I don't know, because it seems like you know I don't know that that that's the thing I mean I fell in love with that movie because of Schwartzman and Murray is the reason I went to see it. But then short, you know, I I watch it and I'm like, golly, this is just incredible. Yeah. How, how is this not celebrated? And, um, you know, and 
I mean, it's just, it's, I think it's a crime, but it's one of those, you look back and you can see a lot of crime in, in awards ceremonies. So. I never get tired of it. And, uh, Tenenbaums was, was, you know, that's my second one. I think it, it was at least deserving of a nomination. I think Rushmore could have easily won, but I, I love Tenenbaums too. And, uh, the Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, right. <laughs> did, did Hackman get nominated for Tenenbaums? Um, I don't know. I can look it up. Because, I mean, again, if he didn't. Yeah. At, uh, one that's... of his best roles. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, then, I mean, yeah, that would, that, that would definitely that... belong on the list. Yeah. I mean, between that and Welcome to Mooseport, I mean, I, it's hard for me to pick. Right. It is. But, it's uh, Which was the last movie you ever did, right? The last movie he did. Uh, I'm giving up. I'm, I'm going to do Mooseport with Ray Romano. And then I'm going to go write books in Arizona. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I, how can you not consider that as a as a serious contender or or a movie that should be taken seriously? When I mean, yeah, it's got moments that like have me rolling, yeah, laughing and like and right. and like uh, the, the kids come in uh, and and they're like, oh my gosh, are you bleeding? And 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 Hackman is like, what? No, oh no, that's do- that's dog's blood. <laughs> <laughs> No big deal. Oh my gosh. You know, just (laughs) all these moments in it. But at the same time, it's, you know, the, the, uh, the adopted daughter and the real son are in love with each other and, and they're kind of tortured romance and, Mm -hmm. and, and Richie tries to kill himself in this movie. And it's like, and it's very dark at points too. It's like, so yeah. Yeah. And it's, Man, that's a tough thing to do in a in any movie is change the tone so dramatically and it work. Yeah, and Tim Bombs does it. Um, it was nominated for uh, screenplay, but Hackman was not nominated for um, a, uh, an Academy Award. He was nominated for a Golden Globe. He actually won it. In the, yeah, uh, that's right. Gold that's Gold. atrocious. I'm going to say it. That's atrocious. What's the one line when Richie's playing tennis and takes his shoe off and everything, and he's like, <laughs> "What's he like?" Uh, Strange times out here on Whispering Pines, <laughs> or something like that. The the commentator, the the bomber, all the bomber <laughs> stuff makes me laugh. What, uh-huh. happened, what happened out there, bomber? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, I'd give anything for that poster, that McEnroe like oh, poster that oh, he, yeah. he's carrying around of the bomber. <laughs> yeah, that might try to yeah. find that. Man, I remember I remember seeing those posters up at uh, uh, Wright Sporting Goods. Oh, McEnroe. Uh, the one, the McEnroe. Is that the one where he the was like black and white? Yes, like at, at Rice Sporting Goods. I wanted that thing so bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rebel with the cause is the poster, and oh, okay. it was yeah. it's one of the best posters ever. It's it's him in the same spot that James Dean was because James Dean James Dean did, did the exact same photo, so they took the picture of McEnroe in a trench coat and a yes, Rebel with the yes. cause. Yeah, it's yeah, that's a great poster, man. Love. It's yeah, got to be out there, man. Yeah, yeah, I've tried. I think you can maybe find it occasionally on eBay for a fortune because they haven't reprinted it. Oh yeah. How big a poster was it? I'm trying to remember how big those. It were. was at least 27 by 40. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was bigger than that. It you know, might have been. Some of those that were like really big that mm-hmm. were like up toward the ceiling. Yeah, that's where that one was. Down. So yeah, it might have yeah. been real big. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you couldn't have asked that guy for anything. <laughs> See, c- come here for movie talk and get McEnroe poster talk. Exactly. It's uh, all right. over. All over the place. Did you all have any of the, the six-foot door length posters of anybody? I did. I've got a Larry Bird still. Yeah. I've got and a Rex Chapman still. It's six, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's his height, too. It's like 6'9". So. Oh, wow. No, got, I, this one's like six-foot, little... and it's Rex going up for the dunk, but it just fit perfectly on your door. The, yeah. the same height yeah that'd be nice i just found my larry bird uh dream team poster oh nice Sweet. i found my larry bird um plastic mcdonald's cup from the dream team <laughs> so i have that one i have carmelones and i have john stockton's all right oh, comedy wow we Come sure on. got off topic um <laughs> <laughs> uh, another movie that i'll throw in that i honestly feel should have been uh nominated was groundhog day um and again it does the same thing with the tone man it it gets dark there for a little bit when when uh bill is bill murray's trying to to off himself so he can get out of this 
this loop. Um, but I mean, that script is so uh, tight and mm -hmm. the performances are so good. And um, yeah, it just, it goes back and forth between, it's actually really funny. Yeah. It, it's very, um, it's very meta and it's, and it's messaging. Uh, like there are religions, Hindus love it because of the reincarnation uh, aspect of it. Um, and, and people look at like, they're, I mean, even, even Christians and like, is this what purgatory would be? Um, like it hits on so many levels. I think that I don't know why it was never considered, especially when you look at some of the, some of the movies from that year that were. So you all have thoughts on Groundhog? I know. I think you, you said it perfect, and I think that's a really good pick. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I enjoy it. I, at the time, I didn't like Groundhog Day because it came out the same day as Army of Darkness, and Army of Darkness <laughs> got the shaft. Yeah. It got out outperformed at the box office, and I thought, man, yeah. this, if, if, if this had come out a different time, maybe Army of Darkness would have done better. There would have been more Evil Dead movies back in the 90s. Whatever, yeah. but anyway, it may have been nominated. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe so. Hey, uh, and I'll tell you another one too. Without <laughs> not to get not to get too far away from Groundhog Day, but um, the Burbs is a. I wrote that one down. Oh, that's not black, a bad call. Black comedy. Yeah. Um, one of those where if you watch the trailer, you're like, oh well, I, this is just another one of those goofy mm -hmm. Tom mm -hmm. Hanks. 80s comedies but it really i mean you peel back the layers and there's a lot there uh it's very dark at times mm -hmm. but it is hilarious it's highly quotable bruce dern bruce dern deserved a supporting some kind of supporting uh nomination there in my opinion he Hot was take. strongest piece uh, speaking of uh tight scripts one of the tightest ever, in my opinion. Would you all consider is Back to the Future a comedy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good call. It's a Zemeckis movie because that script is so yeah. good. Uh, I I I think you know, especially in the in your days of up to what is it ten? You can go up to ten. Up uh, to ten, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then to me, there's no question that that one should have been. You know. Yeah, and that's the other complaint I have about no comedies ever making it in is they never oh, do the full right. ten. Now so there's throw one in there. Yeah, what's the excuse now? Yeah, exactly. Well, they didn't have. I don't think they had that rule in place back in the eighties, though, did they? For I don't know. I don't know when it's more than five. I thought it was. I thought it was five all the way into the at least the late nineties, early two thousand. Mm. I don't know. We'd have to check that. But I. But I mean, you know, that one year, what we had eight or nine best picture yeah um it's like really do, do we really yeah. need I, I can't remember the one that i really you know scratched my head over but um i don't know that you need that many but if you are going to have that many then you know roll the dice and put something in there that you know that not just the academy likes but that you know uh the man for off the street is you know kind of up for i don't mm -hmm. know yeah, I've got mine broken down into like two or three categories of uh, your 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 Rushmores and that can take you a lot of different places emotionally, like mm -hmm. hit a lot of different notes. And then I've got some that are just to me just kind of so different, and I would call them my special, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, I've, I, that's kind of how I separated it out. That like maybe maybe it merits, you know, being nominated for this, and maybe it, maybe for that, but. Yeah. Um, do you, do you have any more in the, um, in the more of the category we're talking about now before we move on to the other real, real quick, let me also throw in when Harry met Sally. I think that that could have been. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. So I've got, if we're doing comedies that are more than just comedies, I think I've got maybe two or three more that, that fit in that section. So um, I would say the chap, Excuse what? me, the, the chaplain. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat pod, kids. Yeah. Okay, I would say the chaplain stuff. Um, Modern Times and City Lights are my two favorites, and I think they're. Was, were they never nominated? Nope. None of his stuff was really. 
he got uh, nominated in some of his later stuff, like Limelight, and I think The Great Dictator got uh, nominated for a couple things, but nothing for those others. That's really surprising. And uh, so, yeah, I think those are those are amazing. Mm-hmm. Movies. Yeah, that's a good call. I had no idea. I thought Chaplin was a staple. Right, and that lets you know how early this stuff all started. Yeah. You know, there he is. Look at him. Look at him working on clock gears, <laughs> cogs, and whatnot. So yeah, I would say I would say those. Oh, and and one other. Uh, how about this? Can you see that? Yep. Okay. Doctor Strange Love. Oh yeah. yeah. How do you not? Yeah. How does that not? So the the um. The last comedy that I could find that was nominated or that won maybe was Annie Hall in 1977. So that's how long it's been since one uh, won. And the last performance in a comedy that won, I was actually surprised, was uh, Jack Palance from City Slickers. City Slickers, yeah. That, that always surprised me too. Yeah. That he would get, you know. Nominated. Yeah, so just, just an interjection there. So we're moving on to comedies now that are actual comedies. Okay, hold on. Uh, Doctor Strangelove, Best Actor nominee for Peter Sellers. And it was nominated for Best Picture in 65. Okay. And Stanley Kubrick got Best Director nominee. So it did pretty well. And yeah. screenplay. Nominee, okay. Nominated for all of them, won none of them. Okay, but at least it was recognized. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you got to go back to 65. Right. So, um, Yeah. All right, what do you have on the uh, on the uh, other list, the straight comedy list? Uh, th- these I put down some that to me are just kind of stand out because they're so different than just your average comedy. There's something about them to me that makes them special, and I would put the uh, Mel Brooks stuff in there, mm. Young Frankenstein yeah. especially, yeah. And, and Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Those two, mm-hmm. and yeah, probably probably the greatest comedy that should have. If there's one movie out of all of these that should have won a best picture space balls space balls no i just wanted to say absolutely that, <laughs> well <laughs> if it had gene wilder in it it would have yeah but it was missing the I mean, wilder gene, gene wilder gene wilder did oscar work uh quality work in young i thought young frankenstein and uh as uh uh willy wonka i thought yeah. both of those are oscar worthy yeah man wonka that's a good call too yeah that's out there yeah i don't know if i don't know if wonka's i would consider it a, a comedy yeah musical but i don't i don't and that's a, that's another thing you can go to the musical and comedy category in in uh, the golden globes and find a lot of movies that probably should be on this list but yeah yeah just the way young frankenstein is shot mm-hmm. and and just everything he did with it the the tone of it and you know what wilder is doing and the, the, the whole frankenstein's monster and the dancing and like it's just it's amazing it's so yeah. different yeah yeah that's, yeah the some of the cutting edge stuff um the one i have uh, and that would fit in this category would be um spinal tap because yeah. it was just yeah. so ahead of its time cutting edge nobody had ever done anything like it and and I, if that thing is like you're laughing the entire time start yeah. to finish, on a concept nobody had ever done yeah i highly agree with that one i mean that's you know that's me that was meathead's first movie uh directing and <laughs> wow he just i mean i remember watching that in 80 84 i think yeah that was his first <laughs> one so 84 and caught it on video because of course that would never come here anywhere to the theater um and just loved it just you know loved the whole concept and loved marty DeBerge and uh just all the cameos and yeah i mean no yeah nobody nobody had heard of a mockumentary before so yeah i got another one coming at you that i think is very different and and plays like the way it's produced you know sometimes comedies are just they don't put a lot of focus on the filmmaking and it's, it's more about the jokes, but to me, this one has it all and I will share it right now. Those guys right uh, there. Yeah. 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 That's absolutely true. Yeah. And maybe one of, one of how many Saturday Night Live's 
skits that they tried a movie on that actually worked. Oh yeah. yeah. By far the, 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 uh, cream of the crop. With yeah. This one. <laughs> yeah. And this, my probably was the first one that they did that with. And it's maybe it was a uh, victim of its own success. Cause then they kept trying and had maybe Wayne's world is the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that ladies was man. Good, but yeah, ladies one, man too. <laughs> and ladies man and Pat. It's Pat ghost yeah. written by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> crazy but yeah this is that i mean that's a great call on the on on blues brothers uh just just amazing stuff and and musically and the people they put in it and the way they shot it and was that landis that was landis yeah, yeah. this was right after animal house which mm-hmm. animal house i mean it's there's a lot of debauchery there but it's very well written uh national Lamp- yeah. i guess maybe the first national lampoon mm-hmm. movie I think about Blues Brothers and scenes like, uh, for one thing, I mean, Belushi, my goodness, it, you know, it, it, it's sad that he never, you know, mm-hmm. uh, found himself nominated for anything. But um, they, uh, the the scene where he's in the tunnel and Carrie Fisher's trying to kill him and and he he's all covered in the the muck and he takes his sunglasses off and looks at her and just the way all that shot and the way they play that scene and it's so understated you know there's that whole movie there's a lot of stuff that's just really understated and 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 let's it's man it's good stuff yep how much for your women (laughs) how much for the little girl how much for your wife yeah i think we're making strong cases here um, oh yeah. You have any more uh films or you want to go on to comedic performances in movies? Uh I've got a couple more films. Let's let's do it. This one could have kind of probably been in the if you consider it a comedy and and gone with the emotional ones. I think uh about time. I think is an amazing movie and maybe worthy of a nomination cuz yeah, it does I so, so much. I I just watched that again the other day. Um and and some good good performances bill nye was great in it he's, yes man he's incredible he really yeah. is an incredible actor yeah he is can really um you know do the comedic but then you know the heart-wrenching too yeah. i mean that movie i'm sorry if you watch that movie and don't cry and your name isn't todd sheen <laughs> i mean <laughs> there's something wrong with you <laughs> there's yeah. something wrong with you yeah it's so um, good yeah it's, uh, it's it's incredible and it's got two love stories because it's got uh, yeah, Dom Nolan and and the, and the girl uh, McAdams, but it's 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 more even more so that a son and his his dad, and yeah, and who does everybody's got a dad, so right, right, yeah, um, yeah. except Anakin, <laughs> that's right, <laughs> yeah, just born from midichlorians. Uh, Sorry, had to get that in there. The, the only other movies I would say is probably Lebowski and or Raising Arizona are. are yeah. s- s- special to me i have those in my performance ones i didn't put the movie in there but i did put the performance of those those two in there but yeah those movies could definitely uh should have at least got a a a bid um for sure because again lebowski wasn't well received for Mm -hmm. some reason right when it came out um but you know in hindsight it's it's a cult classic and Mm -hmm. um yeah raising arizona was nobody done anything like that before Yeah. yeah So, yep, good good calls on both. all. Yeah, both of those excellent choices. Uh, yeah, so we can just sort of uh, go into the um, the performances. I had I had Bridges for Big Lebowski um, mm-hmm. as one that should have been in there. And if you look at uh, like there's, I don't know, there's performances that were nominated that year that uh, that just like um, I don't even know what some of these movies are. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just like it just makes you mad when you go back and look and you're like that guy didn't even get a a, a bid and and some mm-hmm. of these things I don't even remember. So how memorable were they? But right. yeah, uh, Bridges' Lebowski was yeah, and it, so far away from anything he'd done. Like he'd never acted like that. Mm-mm. No, and it, it made one of the, my favorite characters of all time yeah like easily like could possibly be my favorite character like you know if you could just hang out with somebody or or watch a character like you know make more stuff with this character like that's <laughs> that's the one that i could just never get tired of watching yep definitely 
Nick Cage in Raising Arizona. Yeah, that's another one for sure. Same deal. Um, I'm, I'm going to throw high. in Val Kilmer for Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, too. Oh, that's a good oh, man. One. Yeah, Gabe. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Yeah. yeah, I didn't write it down, but I was down looking through the DVDs last night, and I was like, "Is that a comedy?" And I couldn't decide. Never put it on. I the think list, it is. It's uh, Shane Black, man. He as much as much action as he does. Yeah, this is all really about. It's about the laughs. It's yeah. or at least the the humor in situations. I think such a good movie. Love yeah. it. And yeah, Gay Perry is. I think we were talking about it a couple of years ago that if I could pitch anything to anybody there for a couple of years, it was before Val got sick. I would have, you know, you put me in a room and you pitch anything then I would have pitched a gay Perry TV show like on HBO. Yeah. To, where it's just a procedure. It's a, you know, kind of like a noir detective show, but with gay Perry. And I think that would have been like one of the best shows ever. Yeah, absolutely. I'd watch it. Uh, let's do it now while he is sick. He's not working. No, he's not. He's a little. He, he actually does a little bit. And yeah, he's, I, he's he doing top gun. Guns. Yeah, yeah. He did, which I I don't know how they're going to do that. I'm real curious to see what that's going to be like. Yeah. Well, because... you got to wonder is is he yeah is he going to be like the I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to give away up secrets to something I don't even know. <laughs> right. But if he's doing the Ice Man and yeah. what Cruz looks like versus what he looks like, it's going to mm-hmm. be. It's going to be a pretty stark contrast. Um, The one that I would probably put on the list that I don't know if you all would agree with at all, but um, I think Vince Vaughn and Wedding Crashers should have been nominated just because there is zero people on the planet that could carry a movie the way Vince did and (laughs) do that performance the way Vince did. You put anybody else in that movie and that movie probably flops. Yeah. Out of all the things we've mentioned about stuff not getting nominated, like that's probably top of the list of something that will would never, ever, ever would never get, right. <laughs> get nominated. But you're right, it's an amazing just powerhouse performance of like that. He just carries that. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say the same thing about swingers too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he does yeah. he did a great job in swingers. That's gotta be like some of the hardest comedy to do is what Vince does in those movies. <laughs> yeah. And nobody else I can't think of anybody on the planet that could do the, those things and pull it off. And Vince did it perfectly in that movie in Wedding Crashers and Swingers. And um yeah, like you said, would never even be considered. And then he let everybody know he's a conservative and shall never be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> now he's doing all those uh weird bone tomahawk director movies uh-huh. straight to video no more, action no movies. more no more pretty little babies for yeah, <laughs> yeah. Little, he did uh he got to do hacksaw ridge mm-hmm. oh oh did hey <laughs> because, go ahead do it you got to do it if you bring it him, up if you if you bring it up you got to do it go because ahead the lord let him get one more <laughs> just moa moa could you imagine if he had had that in the amazing spider-man <laughs> movies if he'd gone with that peter parker i wish mr parker aren't you late for gym class right well, <laughs> i mean obviously that that's stupid that's the yeah. that's the hall monitor but you know what i mean if peter parker actually Alan, do you have more comedy stuff, or do we wrap this one up and tease the the next one, the Force Watch? I've got a couple. Okay. Um, <clears throat> again, going back to a performance that if anybody else did it, the movie would stink. But it, like everybody, it's universally loved. Is uh, Jack Black and School of Rock, which yeah. is a movie that again, no chance it gets nominated <laughs> for something yeah. like that. But nobody else could do it. Um, yeah. And then. Um, I don't know. Robin Williams from Mrs. Doubtfire is another one I wrote down. Um, yeah. Because anybody else doing that would stink. That movie mm-hmm. would stink. And one dude could pull that off and make it a good movie, and it was him. And he, he's, he's been nominated for stuff, but it's all been serious roles. Yeah. You're right. So those are the other two I had. Um, and I had another one that I thought of while we were talking, and now I can't remember it. So um, anyway, I think that's a, I think that's a good uh, wrap on comedies that got snubbed. Again, if you have any – um, if you're listening, you have any that we left mm-hmm. off the list, please let us know and we will uh, talk about it the next time we get together. Um, we'd love to hear them. So, uh, and if they're stupid, we'll tell you they're stupid. <laughs> That's right. To your face. We, yeah, yeah. Stop listening. We like to do that too. <laughs> to your Zoomified face. <laughs> so we're going to close this one out and we are going to come right back with another uh, Force Watch talk oh, card. 
Um, if you haven't watched it already before you start our next podcast, go to Hulu. It's free and watch 1974, the weirdest movie I've ever seen, Zardoz. And this starring is, Sean Connery. And no, I didn't do the Force Watch. Yeah, this was this was on, on God. This one's on me, guys. This was Scott scanning inter- internet images for guys in <laughs> curtain thongs. Yeah, yeah. Hold on before we we'll, we'll, we'll tease this a little bit. Yep, yep. So uh, okay. go watch Zardoz. Um, it's a, I just warn you, it's an hour and forty five. You'll never get back. But uh, <laughs> if you want, if you want to follow along on the next podcast, that's what that's your homework. So. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up for Scott Hold Stafford. on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. We, oh, he's going to give you a little tease. Yeah. A little yeah. visual tease if you're watching. Boom. This is the image that started it all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Scott, I would love to know. What did you type what, in the search? What, what your Google search was <laughs> for this for this to pull up. I have no recollection whatsoever of why this came up, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, what is that? And and then I, then I see it's Connery and it's a movie that I've never heard of. I was like, how can we not watch this? And five things, five things you can do with a baby tree swing when your <laughs> kids grow up. Yeah. Well, listen, whatever you want your viewers out there, whatever you think this movie is based on this image, that's not what it is. That's not what it is. I guarantee it. Um, and if you're not, if you're not uh, watching, if you're just listening, it that is an image that can only be described as a ponytail Fu Manchu uh, Sean Connery in a red diaper that's held up by a red bandolier. That's exactly right. And thigh-high boots. And thigh-high boots with a forty-four Magnum pistol in his hand. <laughs> yeah, because you would think it would be some kind of ray gun or something with that no. get-up, but nope. <laughs> it is a forty-four hand cannon <laughs> that he right. wields throughout the movie. So go watch it, and uh, we'll see you all back here for some hot Zardoz talk. <laughs> So, for Scott Stafford, for Todd Sheen, this is Alan Martin reminding you all to walk softly and talk hard. Biggest fools ever hit the big time. And all I gotta do is act naturally. Zardoz. (laughs) Zardoz.